You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Tuesday show for you. I'm going to talk a little bit more, a couple things I forgot about the fan appreciation party. I've got some Bachelor in Paradise casting news for you. Filming starts today down in Mexico. Um, I've got some talk about things going on in the story that I'm working on. Looks like it's going to be coming out tomorrow and update you a little bit on that. Taylor Swift broke up with Matt Healy, something that you could see coming from a mile away the second that guy's past resurfaced. Jesus. Thank God she's got away from him. And we'll get to some other stuff, hopefully. Get to all that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. New episodes are released every Friday on comingoutforlove.com. Go to click on bundles in the upper right-hand corner at checkout. Just type in promo code REALITYSEVE. That'll get you 15% off your order. It's a great dating show. Like I said, it's the first time the U.S. lesbian dating competition show has ever happened. And they've been through five episodes. I still haven't gotten around to five because I was out of town. And I haven't gotten, I haven't watched five yet, but I will. And it's a really, really good dating show. I suggest watching it. And I would suggest going in. Do not expect what you see on The Bachelor to be on this show. There's not over the top, ridiculous romantic dates. They don't travel out of the country, at least in the beginning, they haven't. This was filmed in Palm Springs. It's very real, it's very authentic. And I think you'll really like it. I know I've already gotten a couple responses from people who have said they were very moved by episode four. So that's probably the biggest thing. And I hope to have Michelle Lundy on in the future to talk about it more. Anyway, go to comingoutforlove.com, click bundles in the upper right-hand corner. And when you check out, type in promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. All right, starting off with Bachelor in Paradise. I do have a couple casting updates for you. Filming, as I said in the open, begins today down in Mexico. As we know, the show starts with minimum 16. Sometimes they've started with 18. Sometimes they've started with 20. I do not have your initial cast list. And when I mention names on this podcast, you don't need to email me and say, well, what about this person? Are they on or not? I'm giving you what I know. So... Whoever you ask about, if I'm not bringing them up, doesn't mean they're not on. It just means that I haven't heard either way. There are obviously people that you know are going to be on it from from Zach's season because Zach's women are going to make up a majority of the women on this show, as it does every year, the Bachelor season that airs in that month or in that calendar year, January through March, make up most of the women on the show. And there will definitely be men from charity season that are on it. I know that Sean's going to be there at at some point. Tanner's going to be there at some point. They might be initial cast. I don't know. But we know there's going to be plenty. Here's some that I've reported already, some new ones, and some confirmations. I've told you Gabby Windy and Gabby Elnicki are not going to be on the show. That is still the case. Neither of them are going on the show. So don't get your hopes up. I can confirm that Blake Moynes is down in Mexico. He's going to be on the show. And Pilot Pete, not on the show. He's not going to be on it. He isn't on it now, and he's not going to be on it at any point this season. So I don't know if that means that Davi is not going on and they're going to try something off show. I haven't heard anything in regards to that ever since 
I have the video of them at the Zach Young concert in South Carolina a couple weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? And it was clear they were on a date, but I have no idea what happened with that. Maybe that was the only time they've ever seen each other. Uh, Maybe they're going to continue to see each other. I have no idea the extent of that relationship. All I'm doing is talking about Bachelor in Paradise cast. Pilot Pete, out. Blake Moynes, in. Gabby Wendy, out. Gabby Elnicki, out. So who is on it? Well, Cat Izzo is there. Jess Gerard is there. Uh, again, because they're there doesn't necessarily mean they are going to be part of the first cast. There are people that they are bringing down to Mexico who will sit in a hotel room for maybe a week. They could sit there two weeks. They could be brought in in the beginning of the season to a hotel in Mexico and never make it on. It's happened before more than once. So just because someone you see is heading down there does not necessarily mean they're going to be on the show. Rachel Recchia is on there. She is down there. I forgot to mention her in the in the cast list, but I told you she was going to be on it a couple weeks ago. Rachel Recchia is in. Blake Moynes is in. Gabby Windy, Gabby Elnicki, not going on. Pilot Pete, not going on. Kat Izzo is there. Jess Gerard, I believe, is there. If not, she's going to be there. Mercedes is going to be on. Mercedes Northrup who was on Zach's season, she's going to be on the show. Kat Carter from Zach's season, she's going to be on the show. Who else? I'm trying to think of women that I've heard that are going. Kat Carter. Um, I told you, you know, I, Jess, Kat Izzo. Uh, for men... Told you Sean and Tanner from Charity Season. There's obviously going to be many more from Charity Season that that go down there. Uh, I would think Braden is going down to. I I had heard that name floated around. I would. I'm. I bet you he's going down to Paradise. As for people from the past, uh, Nate Mitchell definitely going down there. Probably initial. He's. I would assume he's going to be in the initial cast. Tyler Norris is going on this season. I'm pretty sure Avon is going on this season. Who else? I'm trying to think of alumni. Those are names, like I said, that, I, that I've heard. I would expect to see all of them at some point on the show. But there's obviously other names out there. Last year, we had 44 people show up on Paradise at some point. Like, it's impossible to nail everybody. Although last year, I did. Last year, I had everybody. Um, by the end of the season, you knew. I mean, you were you were hearing stuff in real time as it was happening in paradise last year on my podcast and on my lives, you were also hearing a bunch of fake information coming from the TikTok gossip monger. So take that for what you will. Cause I'm sure that's going to happen again this season, but paradise stuff, I will give it to you as it's happening. As long, you know, once I get stuff confirmed by all means, I'll, I'll let you know what I hear and what's going on. But the big ones that I wanted to, Confirm or deny today. Blake Moynes and Rachel are definitely there. Will definitely be part of initial cast. Gabby Windy, Gabby Elnicki, and Pilot Pete, I've heard, are not going on at any point this season. Not just, oh, they're not initial cast. No, I've heard they're not doing it at all. So keep that in mind. And when I say about, you know, emailing me, well, what about this person? What about this person? As I've said, just because I don't say their name doesn't mean they're not going on. They very well could go on because we know there's going to be a shit ton of people 
that show up at some point this season on Paradise. We don't know if they're doing the twist again with Casa Amor. I don't like that. Well, the Casa Amor ripoff from Love Island. We don't know if they're doing that again. I have no idea. But we won't know until they get a little bit deeper into filming. Kind of think they wouldn't do it again just because everyone would know it's coming. And it's not as big of a surprise. But everyone knows it's coming on Love Island and they do it every season, right? So maybe they will. Maybe they are going to do it. But I, I haven't heard either way. I don't not privy to that type of production stuff. So I know everyone wants to know everything, especially, you know, charity season. You know, I get people emailing me from bogus fake accounts and troll accounts and basically burner accounts trying to kiss my ass to get me to say, tell them something that I haven't released publicly. Like it is, it is hilarious how people will email me under not their real Instagram handles and say, hey, Steve, love your work. By the way, do you know when you're going to find out if so-and-so got to the final three on charity season and when you might know about that? Great work, Steve. Thanks. Bye. Like, you don't know. You don't. You think I'm dumb or something? Like, first off, if I did have the answer to that, let's just say I did have the answer because I don't know. I know Aaron and I know Dotton were in Fiji. That doesn't mean she only took two. She could have taken, I'm assuming she took three, but you never know. I don't know the answer other than those two were in it. But it's so funny because I'm asked it in a way where if I did have the answer, why would I tell a stranger who has zero followers and zero posts on their Instagram account, but I wouldn't tell my mass audience? What makes you think I'm going to tell you, stranger from, well, we all know where they're from. There's only a certain subset of people that are that impatient that they have to know things three seconds after it happens, or they have to know things right away. And it's the people who spend all day on a computer behind a fake screen name. So we know who they are. Don't bother, don't bother messaging me and kissing up to me in hopes that I tell you something and your questions are prying about things that you want to know about. I say it almost every podcast when it comes to information. When I know it, you'll know it. There's nothing about what I do that's going to be forced upon me by something else. Last year, we had an Instagram account that in November told you that Zach was engaged to Gabby. For three months, I never said a word. So clearly, I'm not influenced by what garbage Instagram accounts post. If I would have, wouldn't I have come out right after that and said, yes, that's true, or no, it isn't? I didn't even know if it was true. I hadn't heard from my sources. I don't care what other people report. That's why I didn't acknowledge it for three months. When I know from my sources, and I get it confirmed through my ways, as I have every season since 2009, not some Johnny-come-lately Instagram account that gets their information from somebody's mother, then I will spell it to you. So there's no need to hit me up and try and butter me up with your love the work that you do comments. I'm not dumb. So I wanted to mention uh, again, 
about uh, the fan appreciation party this weekend because I talked about it yesterday for about, what, the first 10 minutes of the podcast? And obviously that's me talking about it. I'm the one who threw the party, but I feel that the response that I've gotten and a lot of people you know, enjoyed it, and it's a really fun event every year, and I'm glad people have a good time at it. I'm glad we can all just kind of get together and just do a big thank you to my um, to my readers, to my listeners that want to come out. But if you want to even get a second opinion on the party, go to Dave Neal's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast yesterday. He did a good five minutes on, you know, why we do what we do and how cool it was to to meet everybody there. And, you know, Dave was, you know, getting hit up by almost everybody there in regards to, you know, the work that he does because people really like uh, the work that Dave does as well. So um, if you want to go check that out, it's on his Bachelor Happy Hour podcast yesterday. And it was really fun to uh, hang out with Dave and his wife, Tasha, all weekend, and Courtney and her, wife, Umberto, uh, Courtney and her husband, Umberto. Uh, couldn't have been uh, a more I, – I, I mean, had, we had a blast. Like, we've been talking about – we've been texting about it since then. It was a lot of fun. And I hope all of you uh, that did go – Definitely enjoyed it. I tweeted something out on, what day was it? It was Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, I can't remember. It was either Thursday or Friday. And I was so bummed because anybody that's been to Mandalay Bay, if you've been there, their pool has a lazy river. And anybody that's been to the lazy river at Mandalay knows, unless you are literally have a beach chair or some sort of cabana right next to the lazy river. You have to walk over to it. And in June, when it was, it was 95 over the weekend on Thursday and Friday, it was mid nineties and walking in the sand at Mandalay Bay. Cause their pool area has sand where beach chairs are put out and it has concrete. You basically have to walk through both to get to the lazy river, depending on where you're coming from, what um, what side of the pool you're coming from. But if you don't wear something on your feet, it will burn the bottom of your foot. It's that hot. So pretty much everybody that goes over there and goes on the lazy river just walks over in their flip-flops, and right before they enter the lazy river, they just leave their flip-flops, sandals, whatever you want to call them, right by the edge of the pool. You get in, you go around, and... Well, I did the same thing, yet when I got out of the Lazy River, my flip-flops were gone. And that was very disappointing because I've always, always gone to the Lazy River with my flip-flops on and left them there, and I've never had them stolen before. And this was the first time it's ever happened. And, man, that was a bummer because I was. It, you should have seen me walking back to where my beach chair was. It was damn near impossible. Like I had to almost sprint, which I can't even do because I'm still in recovery from my Achilles. Running, running is one thing I cannot do. So I'm walking very fast, and anytime I started feeling my feet burning, I like found shade and just stood there in some sort of shade for a little bit. And that's usually just someone's beach chair. I'm standing like right next to getting the shade off somebody's beach chair just to cool my feet off because it was so damn hot. And then my beach chair was like four rows back on the sand part of the Mandalay Bay pool. And that sand really had no 
shade. I, it was, I mean, just you would think, just God, the inconvenience of someone stealing your sandals and your flip flops. Oh my gosh, it was crazy on how much that hurt my feet. But I got through it and ended up buying a. I needed a, a pair for the rest of the trip because I didn't have any. So I ended up buying like a thirty-two dollar pair at the at the swim shop. I thought it was going to be like. You know, everything in Vegas is overpriced. I thought it was going to be something like $75 for a pair of cheap flip-flops. No, it was only 32 for a pair of Quicksilver. Uh, what do they call it? What do the kids call them now? Um, not slippies. Um, <laughs> sliders. Yeah, the ones that just have uh, kind of a bar that goes over your foot as opposed to putting your big toe and the next toe in between something. Yeah. I don't know what these are called. I know those are called sliders. I don't like the sliders, but that was the only one on the rack that was close to my size. So I had to get it. I'm going to definitely buy another pair of the ones that I had because they are the most comfortable sandals in the world. So I, I I have to get those again. But, yeah, that was disappointing. I, t- I tweeted it out uh, on Friday and... Man, that sucked. But just have to buy a new pair. But whoever stole them, if you're listening to this podcast, screw you, buddy. You just got yourself a damn good pair of sandals at my expense while I was just floating around in ecstasy in the Mandalay Bay Lazy River, going under the waterfall and just spinning around in my inner tube, and you're there thieving my sandals, you bastard. And finally... Taylor Swift, not going to talk about her concert. No need to. I've already told you how great it is. Gave you all the numbers yesterday, how awesome this tour is going to be. The thing that I am curious about, I guess, once the tour is over is where it ranks among highest grossing tours in the history of tours for any solo artist or group. I got to imagine it's top three. But yesterday the news broke that her and Maddie Healy have broken up, the lead singer of 1975. Well, we all saw this coming. The second his podcast appearance from earlier this year came out where he basically um, was a misogynistic pig. Look, Taylor Swift is so protective of her brand. The second that story broke... You knew that he wasn't long for her at all. And it's funny because in the stories on the breakup yesterday, it's now saying it was never serious. I never thought it was serious. It was Ducks Moy posting all that garbage like, oh, my God, she is so happy. She is so in love. Bullshit. No, she wasn't. Girls having fun. She's 33 years old. She's fresh out of a six-year relationship. And within, I don't know, we don't know the exact date her and Joe broke up, but this was a relationship with Maddie Healy, relationship, hookup, whatever you want to call it, that was within months of a six-months relationship. He was nothing more than a rebound. Yet, Ducks Moy is posting that she's in love. Now the reports are they were just, they weren't even serious. They were collaborating together. He was clearly doing music stuff with her because there were photos and videos of them coming out of a studio in New York They're clearly doing something musically related together, and then they probably hooked up on the side. Whatever. They're adults. They can do whatever they want. But this was never 
going to be a serious relationship. And then not very surprising that within a week of all this stuff breaking about Maddie Healy and some of the things that he has said and done in the past, I was not surprising in the least bit to see that her, see her distancing himself from him, which was a good thing. Who knows who she's going to date now? We went over this before when the whole Joe breakup happened, and we were just going like, well, who can, who can even match her? She is the most popular female in, the, in all of the United States right now, in any walk of life. Athletics, music, entertainment, acting. She's the most popular female in the world. So it's not easy, clearly, to date someone like her, and not because of her or her personality or whatever. That would be the case for anybody that's that famous. You have to know how to deal with that, and not everybody can. So I don't even know who's out there for her. It's going to be somebody famous. It's just a matter of what level of fame are they? I've I've always felt she has to date an A-lister. I just don't think that I don't think somebody that's C and D list after a while is going to be able to deal with how popular she is. And I don't, we don't know the you know the reasoning behind the Joe breakup. We've heard all the speculation, but it's happened numerous times in Hollywood where one person in the couple is significantly more popular than the other one. And the other one, and it eventually doesn't work out. And I think that plays a role. I think she has to date someone. I mean, there is nobody that's really on her level in terms of popularity. There's there's very few men that are on her level in terms of popularity. I don't even know who they are, but I know there's not a lot. But she's going to have to date one of them, <laughs> whoever they may be. I just think for it to work. I don't think she can date just... You know, Joe out. I mean, I look, I know people were, you know, couple goals with them and she's writing songs and lover is about him and Cornelia Street and all this stuff. But six years and they never even got engaged as far as we know. So I I think it's just one of these things where I certainly think she wants to be married and she wants to have a family and she will be at some point. But. I just was always skeptical of Joe. I just didn't think he was a big enough name for her. And she's going to have to find uh, a, someone who's definitely... Um, I, I think whatever guy she's with is not going to be as popular as she is. I just don't think that's going to happen. But it's got to be someone that at least understands it and has had, at least at some point in their life, their level of really, really big-time attention and fame towards them but what she's doing and her popularity in this world right now is it's unmatched so you know at this point maybe she just dates around there's nothing wrong with that you do whatever she wants but when she does settle down i think it's got to be with somebody big time anyway thank you all for listening really appreciate it please rate subscribe and review an apple podcast very much appreciated there we'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, and tomorrow I will be revealing the story that I've been working on for the last uh, week or so, and I'll give you all the details uh, behind that. So that's coming tomorrow, 100% guaranteed. So look for that tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. It's the best way you can help me. Also, rate and review as well. I will talk to you tomorrow, everybody. 
Beep!